Like Godwin Baxter, the character deftly portrayed by Willem Dafoe in a Frankenstein-like role, director Yorgos Lanthimos skillfully weaves together a tapestry of genres and profound concepts, resulting in the original dark comedy, Poor Things. This film is produced by Emma Stone, who takes on the role of protagonist Bella Baxter, a creation brought to life by Godwin in his questionable scientific pursuits. It unfolds as Bella ventures beyond her home in Victorian London to experience the world before settling into marriage with Max McCandles, a mild-mannered doctor played by Rami Yosef. The film, based on Alice The film, based on Alastair Gray's 1992 novel of the same name, is an exploration of what it means to be human, and more specifically, a woman in a patriarchal world. Stone's performance here is the foundation of the film. As a result of Bella's body being reanimated using a baby's brain, we see a grown actress believably progress from toddler to adolescent to world-weary adult within the span of a little over two hours, and without the need for age makeup or prosthetics. I was in awe of Stone and her understanding of this world and the character she shaped. You root for Bella, you learn with her, and you care for her. The men around Bella, her fiancé, her guardian, her lovers, are constantly trying to control and possess her, which sparks her resilient spirit. We start to realize these men and other authority figures who seem so worldly may actually be the more fragile beings, grasping at social acceptance and trying to be seen as more than they are, as serious people. This is evident in Godwin Baxter, whom Bella refers to as God throughout the film. This version of God is a scientist with a complete disregard for ethics. He's deeply flawed emotionally and physically, but he also has a kind heart. The most obvious manifestation of the film's infantile masculinity is in Duncan Wedderburn, the philandering lawyer with whom Bella travels, played with unexpected humor and absurdity by Mark Ruffalo. Beyond the story, Poor Things is a technical marvel. The retro-futurist production design is stunning. Think Tim Burton's whimsy mixed with David Lynch's darkness. Yet it's not derivative. Poor Things feels like its own world, fully realized. The cinematography is gorgeous and the sound design is impeccable. And these technical aspects never distract from the story. They add to it. Poor Things is a film that I immediately wanted to rewatch once it was over. It reminded me of the promise of independent cinema and the power of telling unique and difficult stories. Stories that feel dangerous, but with a strong sense of justice at the center. This is Bella. Bella, this is Mr. McCandles. Hello, Bella. No! She's an experiment. Good evening. Her brain and her body are not quite synchronized. But she is progressing at an accelerated pace. I personally love films about unlikable people going through identity crisis. Films like Young Adult and Sideways, The Squid and the Whale, they come to mind. I appreciate many of these films because they often pose tough questions about societal structures and what it means to be successful, doing so without over-moralizing and often with a sense of humor. Chaperone by filmmaker Zoe Eisenberg is one I'd love to include in that canon. 
The film centers around a 29-year-old woman named Misha, struggling with her family and friends, judging her for her lack of ambition. She's stagnating in life and is scared to accept good things coming to her. For example, when her boss tries to plead with her to take a promotion at the movie theater she's worked at for years, she only turns it down. Misha eventually meets an 18-year-old high school track athlete who mistakes her for a fellow student. He falls for her. She goes along with it, but she doesn't reveal her age. She clearly knows there isn't a future and keeps him at arm's length. The film begins with a structure and feeling reminiscent of the hangout films of the mid-aughts mumblecore genre. However, it quickly shifts gears, picking up a devastating narrative momentum that propels us forward to witness cringe-inducing predicaments Misha puts herself in. The film is often deeply uncomfortable but in the best way. It feels honest and grounded in realism, and it's anchored by a beautiful performance from Mitzi Akaha as Misha. Chaperone just played at Slamdance, and it's making its way to other festivals. For KIOS, I'm Joshua LeBure.